You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, motorsports insider, Kurt Hansen. Well, uh, let's get it on. Hey, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Holy cow. Holy uh, holy oval, Batman. Hey, great to be with you on, uh, kind of caught me off guard there, Sid. You're back there uh, uh, in your uh, Unabomber outfit, I, you know, you're not eating any of your funny uh, vegan food or, or drinks today. No green energy drinks. All right. Well, hey, welcome to the program. It is uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's a beautiful, fast, uh, as I say, on the other side of the the uh, the building here, a football Friday, but not really. It's a Motorsports Friday. I'm Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. Great to be with you. It's what we do every Friday. It's a drive from 3 to 5, the... Uh, well, the premier home for motorsports, as I coined this little uh, gig we do twenty uh, uh, some odd years ago, and if uh, if I, if you haven't tuned in since Thanksgiving, a, a belated Thanksgiving to you, a early a happy holidays, whatever your celebration stuff may be, uh, have a great holiday season. I'm in very festive mood. Uh, it's been a great year for us, and more. Uh, uh, bigger, better, all kinds of cool stuff coming. Uh, we just launched on a couple additional TV networks, which is a lot of fun. Getting more more eyes on the prize, which is Ray Central TV. The other little thing that we do, and uh, also now our uh, video podcast to go along with the wildly popular podcast that airs on DenverFan.com, the uh, omnipresent and ever-charming uh, SDK, Sid the Kid, does such a great job behind the board producing this show and then also doing the uh, DenverFan.com podcast. And then my co-host, is, Ish, co-hostess with the mostest on the video podcast, which can be found at RaceCentralMedia.com. Also on YouTube, you've probably heard of that. It is in that old internet thing. I think the internet's going to make it. I think it's a good idea. And you can watch us also um, on YouTube and then some other things in the work for 2023. This should be a lot of, a lot of fun and very exciting to talk about, but let's get to the, well, let's get to the, the, the matter at hand is we might say, um, I do. I just, I just was, as I was getting ready for the show popped up on the old, uh, uh, internet on the laptop. I figured out why they call these laptops too, a couple months ago. 41 days until the the roar before the 24 for the IMSA uh, WeatherTech sports car series. It's not that it's not that far down the road, frankly. Uh, the big deal going on right now is, of course, the performance racing industry show, a PRI. If you're on a first name basis, I've been many, many times uh, debated whether I should go this year or not, and kind of. Looking into the rearview mirror now, kind of wishing I did because it's uh, it's it's really a place that uh, is kind of a meeting. Well, it's a meeting of all the people in the industry that uh, fuel this deal. Uh, pardon the pun, and make it go round and round, or turn left, turn right, or in a straight line. Uh, 
And speaking of straight lines, uh, two of our good friends will be joining us on the program today. Uh, Mr. Justin Ashley, who has such a strong uh, season and was in the hunt for the, the championship in the NHRA top fuel category right down to the last day. And also Josh Hart, who's doing a good job first full-time season in the NHRA. And then, uh, well, kind of a... Kind of a special get from our good friends over at Trans Am, the well, the grandson of the famous, you've probably heard of him, Richard Petty, will be on the program. Big announcement was made at PRI, which is really kind of what PRI is all about. A lot of dropping, a, you know, stop the grinning and drop the linen, as we'd say, if this was uh, in a, a, uh, a drinking establishment. But uh, the young man, 22 years old, great success in Arkham Menard series, going Trans Am 2 racing next year in the number 43 car. It, uh, wow. You know, it, Richard Petty, little known factoid, raced at Virginia International Raceway in 1966 in Trans Am. It is America's, and I kind of wear this deal out, it's America's longest running uh, sanctioned auto body for professional motorsports, which is uh, really quite impressive. And what uh, John Claggett, I've known John, uh, you know, he, he was the cat in the hat long before that other dude. Because uh, <laughs> uh, he's got this, like this cloth New England fisherman's hat that is so iconic. If you're looking for John at the racetrack, you just need to look for the hat. But, uh, yeah, what, what can I tell you? It, um, it's been an interesting, albeit already, I don't want to say short. Uh, it, it seems like yesterday the season ended for not just Formula One, but NASCAR as they were the last two series to really kind of wrap it up. You know, a lot of the undercards, if, uh, if I can say that with a bit of tongue-in-cheek, have been racing, but they've all wrapped up now. I, I believe, uh, I think the 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 winter series is at I seventy six. I think that's the only local racing that is going on. So it's pretty much the as our good friend uh, Photo Joe Star would say, the knife and fork circuit, which means everybody's all shinied up. Uh, I actually wore real clothes today to the studio because I have a function to go to this evening. And saw some friends of mine that I see every Friday over at Starbucks. And they're like, they looked at me and they went, oh, I didn't recognize you. I'm like, yeah, I know. Usually it's, uh, you know, the Nike sweatsuit or the polo sweatsuit or something like that. But uh, not tonight. Actually, you have to look like a, a big boy, which will be a lot of fun, though. So it's, it's knife and fork uh, time of the year, a PRI show. Once PRI is done, there is a bit of a breath that is, is taken because it's, Anybody that does what we do or races in a professional racing series or covers them and travels and, you know, all that kind of good stuff, it, it, uh, it's, a, it's a long deal. I'll just leave it at that. It's uh, a lot of work and sometimes a, a, a pause for the cause, I think, is a popular phrase. So it's kind of good to get that little brief pause for the cause. But uh, save the date, uh, February 19th. We'll be right back at it. I mean, we're not going anywhere. The radio show continues on every Friday, obviously. The podcast, the video podcast, Race Central TV. Uh, again, we just launched on two other major uh, digital networks. Uh, you can watch them right here uh, in the Mile Highs as well as on uh, Denver Comcast. 
So we're always streaming at racecentralmedia.com for the podcast, the video cast, and uh, uh, Race Central TV. So you know, it's, we're kind of everywhere. But the holiday season is here. Some um, interesting news from the world of IndyCar. I'll get to that as I meander into the program. Again, as I mentioned, uh, uh, Richard Petty's a grandson doing Thad, Thad Moffat's his name, doing Trans Am next year. Josh Hart, Justin Ashley from the world of the straight liners. We'll talk to them as they have a, a brief pause. Uh, everybody retooling for 2023. Before we know it, it'll be right here. I, I can promise you that in the over the next couple of weeks, as Christmas is only a few weeks away, I can't believe I'm even saying that. Uh, you know, everybody will be out testing, trying on their new shiny sneakers and driver suits and everything from the uh, the holidays, and uh, you know, getting ready for what really is. 24-7-365. That's the world of uh, professional motorsports. A lot of stuff to get to today. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to be resetting some stuff. I'll talk to you about, uh, well, this IndyCar story, which is uh, pretty exciting. Also, reset some stuff. Your phone calls, too, if you'd like at 303-844-3776. As uh, we kind of circle back a little bit today, talk about some stuff that is uh, happening, it, well, is happening as we speak, and some, you know, the hot stove circuit, the rumors, and all that kind of good stuff right here. Segment brought to you by PDA Road Gears. Hey, it's that time of the year, whether you've got a car, truck, bike, or whatever, it is Denver's oldest stereo shop. A lifetime warranty on all their work. They also have all the new cool truck, car, and motorcycle accessories that you'll be wanting for this holiday season. Check it out. PDA Road Gear. Go in and see Guy and his staff. They're award-winning, and they are the best. It's PDAroadgear.com. That's PDAroadgear.com. I'm Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen and RaceCentralMedia.com. This magic moment <laughs> oh, quarter after the hour. Uh, SDK, Sid the Kid, as we know her. What what made you think of, about this song on a rejoin? All right. Okay. Well, she's the boss. Uh, hey, welcome back to the program. It is Race Central. It's a drive from 3 to 5 right here on the Blowtorch for Motorsports. Uh, AM 1600, FM 104.3, the fan HD2, and always streaming around the country and around the globe at racecentralmedia.com. If you're a regular listener, you certainly know that I am a a huge fan of Trans Am. I had uh, well, just spent a lot of time with the series uh, from well, just a long time ago, and some time with the Trans Am two guys, uh, Coda, a few years ago, and we love talking about the Trans Am series. And uh, it's kind of a special uh, honor to have the grandson of the legendary Richard Petty, Mister Thad Moffat, who announced at the PRI that he's going TA two racing next year. Thad, welcome to Race Central on the radio. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, it's an honor to be uh, on the show with you, talking about such a, a great, growing series. It, you know, and I've said this many times on the program. Oh, and ironically, uh, shocking, he'll drive a number forty-three car next year in the Trans Am Two Series. I've said this program many times. And this is a series I've been around for a long, long time. What uh, Tony Perella and John Claggett, I've known John for decades, have done, and how they built this series up, and it. Uh, 
Trans Am 2 might be, well, it is the best bang for the buck uh, in, in racing out there for sure. But it reminds me a lot of the Aussie V8 Supercar Series because every race, there is something going on at every corner. Uh, it, it's just it's it's a hammer and tong out there. And maybe somewhat like the Arkham and Art Series you've been doing, but it's a whole different gig. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a whole different gig with me on the road course stuff. I haven't done a a ton of it, and I look forward to uh, being able to compete for a championship and compete full times against guys that have been uh, road racing for a really long time. You know, it's becoming a big part of NASCAR road racing is, and uh, I think that it's going to be really beneficial for me to uh, fine-tune my road racing skills. Um, the stock cars or the TA2 cars are pretty similar to what we what I would have raced in the Arkham Menard Series or, or the NASCAR Xfinity Series, so I think it was just a really good fit for me, and with the with the Scott Legacy group, I mean they're just uh, they always are competitive. They they bring really good stuff to the track, and and they're just good good family people, uh, like the Petty family. So uh, it was a great fit, and with the support of uh, Safety Clean and and all my great partners, Victory Impact and uh, Fleet Painting One on One Brand. Just look forward to uh, getting to Sebring this year and getting started. You know, and you're not the only. Uh, driver from what I call the Turn Left series to come to Trans Am 2. There's been a, a host of others to do exactly what you've just uh, mentioned is hone your road racing skills. I mean, you you could have, and, and you're right, they are similar. They're, their similarities are different, though. But yeah, uh, Xfinity and ARCA cars are sort of like Trans Am cars, but. Um, what what made you really put your foot down, or or the the people you work with, and say Trans Am Two is where I, I need to go and want to go to to really round out my skills, or, or to stay at Arkham Menards and then to dip your toe in the water and run maybe four or five Trans Am Two races just to work on those skills. Well, I think for me, it's uh, the biggest deal was just running full time in something. You know, I haven't ran for a championship since the late model uh, back in 2016 when we won the. Southeast Limited Championship, I haven't been full-time in anything. So uh, as, as a whole group, I think we decided, man, it's going to be good for us to go compete in points race and learn how to points race uh, in something that's affordable and, and that we can get the most bang for our buck. And, and for me right now, it's mainly about learning. Um, and, of course, we want to go out and win every weekend, and, and I think we're going to be able to win some races this year with Scott's group. Um but I think that, that the biggest deal is just completing these races and big-picture racing on here. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Uh, grandson of Richard Petty, uh, Thad Moffat, joins us on the program. He'll go Trans Am 2 racing in 2023. Have you spent any time uh, behind the wheel of a TA2 car? Or what's your schedule been like, look like? What's How does that all look moving forward? Uh, so uh, I won't get to spend any time until uh, the end of January when we do the open test with Trans Am at Sebring. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to that, but I haven't spent uh, very much time at all, well, no time at all behind the wheel of a Trans Am car. Um, as far as the road course stuff, I ran the three uh, road course races, Mid-Ohio, Watkins Glen, and the Daytona road course at, uh, in the Arkham Menards series, and um, we, we ran pretty well in those. Um, I, feel, I felt very confident uh, going to every road course race, you know, but uh, there's there's a lot of talent in the Trans Am series. It's a growing series, and I mean, 20 guys could win every given weekend. Um, and I think that that with some of the veterans in the series, where you got Skeen and Matos and Merrill and 
uh, a lot of good good race car drivers, you know, good road course guys. I think that the biggest deal for me is just racing those guys good, hard, clean, and uh, learning how and when to pass on a road course. It's a little bit different than uh, what I've known my whole life as, as the oval track stuff. Um, but I think that, that Scott will get me up to speed pretty quick and uh, we're with a good group. Yeah, the legacy, well, how funny, I play on words, the legacy name has legacy in road racing, uh, you know, all around the world. Uh, so you are with a, with a very strong program. Uh, are you doing a lot of sim racing just to try to, you know, get some, uh, some sight pictures and some ideas of where all these road courses go? Uh, even though you've had experience on a few of them, but, you know, here you go. So is sim so popular, are you getting some sim time? Yeah, so I'm just uh, doing the iRacing stuff quite a bit, you know. But I, uh, I think that the the sim stuff is is very good for uh, visual representation. Mm-hmm. But it's just hard to simulate the feel that you get in the car. So I think that, that the testing will be the most beneficial uh, for us. But I know that the, the sim stuff is important for me. Uh, instead of learning the track for the first hour when I get there, I kind of already would know where the corners are and. Uh, kind of what to do as far as that but the the feel is just something that that's really uh, tough to simulate and um so i'm really looking forward to get behind the wheel yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of like a, an ARCA car or Xfinity car in the sense that you know you can't. There's no driver age. You can't you can't just burn the skins off because then you now got you know a car that just it won't stop and won't turn the whole deal. So that's one of the fun things about Trans Am Two is it's really a quote unquote drivers series. It uh, it can teach you so so much. Uh, do you think Grandpa will be showing up in any of the races for you? Kind of you know lend a little support or, or uh, you know <laughs> do you think could that happen? Yeah. Yes, Grandpa's been really supportive. You know, I mean, he was—we were building the car, and he was by our uh, by our side the entire time, telling us what we were doing wrong. And, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, constructive criticism, as I would call it. But uh, I think that uh, he'll be a, he'll be a good coach. You know, he didn't do a whole lot of road racing himself. Only what they did in the Cup Series back in the day, which was mostly ovals. Um, but he actually did run a Trans Am race in like 1966 or yep, something at Virginia International Raceway. Yeah, and so uh, I mean he he's he's talented and got knowledge about everything, and uh, I'm sure he'll be at the track with me a few times this year and uh, coach me up. And I think that uh, I'll lean on Scott a lot because um, he's he knows a lot about these cars, and and this all this stuff is kind of foreign uh, to to what me and Grandpa have known uh, in the oval track series. So I think that uh, we'll lean on the Legacy Group a lot and. Uh, talk around throughout the garage. I've already made a few friends in the Trans Am series, so uh, I hope to uh, grow that relationship and learn how to road race. Yeah, we've had Mike Skeen on many times. I call him a Skeen machine. Uh, Rafa we had on just a little while ago. Uh, there's one thing that you're going to find, I think, very common between Trans Am 2 and Arkham Menards. There's still a lot of rubbing, and rubbing is racing because these guys, it uh, it gets pretty uh, it gets pretty interesting out there, and I'll, I'll leave it at that. Hey, Thad, thanks so much for joining us on short notice. I want to thank Jessica for getting us hooked up. You're in a great series with a great bunch of people, and it's exciting to see the Penny name back in Trans Am. And have a great holiday, and hopefully we'll be talking to you after you get your first win in 2023. 
Well, yes, sir. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Have a good holiday. All right. There he goes. Thad Moffat, the grandson of the legendary Richard Petty, joining Trans Am 2 in 2023. Uh, the gentleman has a long history and a success in super late models and Arkham Menards. I'm sure that I'll translate over to Trans Am. Hey, it's Race Central on the radio. It's uh, oh, 3.24 in the afternoon. Uh, coming up next, uh, Josh Hart from the NHRA. First full season in Top Fuel. We'll be talking with him. Also brought to you by... Fred's Place. It's Cole Parr's Hobby Town. It's the holiday time of the year for your big or little, uh, little hobbyist in the family. If, uh, if Fred doesn't have it, it probably doesn't exist. Two locations to serve you. One in Aurora, the Superstore, and online at ColePar.com. If you're a hobbyist or want to get into the game, that's the place to be. Almost 100 years in service between the two stores and ColePar.com. I'm Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. Stick around. And I'll get to this pretty interesting IndyCar TV show rumor. Well, it's not. Well, maybe we'll figure it out. It's RaceCentralMedia.com. Back after this. in my future. Nice uh, selection of the old music there, said the kid. Hey, it's Race Central Radio. It's the drive from 3 to 5 right here on the Blowtorch for Motorsports. Uh, sounds like a, a interesting young man. We'll have to uh, certainly uh, follow uh, Thad's career as uh, he gets started in Trans Am 2 in 2023. It's, you know, it's a series that is attracting a lot of really, really, really um, strong well, drivers of talent, whether they have a lot of road racing talent or not. But Trans Am 2 seems to be a place where, because there, there is some similarities in the sense that there's no driver aids in Arkham Menards cars. There's no driver aids in Xfinity cars. They're big, heavy slugs that go really, really fast and don't have a lot of or ton of braking. And it, it takes a lot of skill to wheel one of these things really quickly. But you see a lot of young drivers jumping back and forth uh, to gather some road series. Well, maybe they're running a full-time deal in uh, uh, ARCA or in uh, Xfinity. I mean, just it, it's it's a great place to go get that that training. And the guys that run at the sharp end of the stick, uh, the Mike Skeens, uh, yeah, the, uh, the Rafa Matos, the Thomas Merrills. We had Thomas on the program not long ago. He's your 2022 Trans Am 2 champion. It's it's great racing, and it's a it's a great uh, it's a great bang for the buck. There's no doubt about it. We're waiting on Josh Hart. Hopefully, we'll get uh, caught up with him uh, here in the program as first uh, full season in uh, the NHRA. A pretty damn good season. Finished seventh. Amongst some guys that really have a lot of talent and have been around the series a long, long time. And the guy is really known as, as, I mean, he works on his own car. He is a very, very, very much hands-on guy. And his sponsors, R&L Carriers, uh, love how hard he works to extend and build their brand and bring awareness. And it's it's a really, really good fit. Um it's it's nice to see a guy that really has come from not a lot, 
and really start to build a, a really, really impressive career. Uh, hopefully, we'll be talking to him real soon. The story that I will get to now as we have a little downtime, I'll also just uh, notified the, uh, uh, the the omnipresent uh, Photo Joe star from BigWestRacing.com will also be joining us, do a little local Joe segment towards the end of the show. So that should be a lot of fun. But you've heard me many times reference or reflect on the the Netflix series uh, Drive to Survive. I think that along with, uh, what was that What was that Tiger thing? Was it uh, Tiger Man, Tiger... Tiger King, yeah, boy, how many times have we all watched that uh, during that that the thing called the pandemic? I'm sure you, I'm sure you heard about it. It was in all the newspapers. Netflix, uh, Tiger King was to the average uh, viewing uh, person. The Netflix series Drive to Survive was our version of well, racing uh, and storytelling and still staying engaged while everything was disengaged. It also exploded the popularity of Formula One in America. It made names like Pierre Gasly, uh, you know, uh, Sebastian Vettel, uh, Daniel Ricciardo, uh, Esteban Ocon, Sergio Perez. I can go, uh, you know, Carlos Sainz. I can go on and on and on. It made those names household. And the United States has always had a pretty strong interest in Formula One. I mean, we used to have uh, Long Beach. We had Watkins Glen. We had some, you know, events in Las Vegas. That was interesting. The parking lot at Caesars Palace. It was interesting. I'll leave it at that. Uh, You know, uh, Phoenix. I can go, you know, on and on and on. But it certainly looks like Netflix ignited a huge new fan base. TV numbers for Formula One this year, double plus what they've ever been in the United States. How excited is our network, ESPN Radio, entertainment, sports, programming, network, or something like that. So, yeah, I think I got it right. You think I know after 20 years. Uh so IndyCar, and this is this has been the the project I've alluded to many many times before. They have partnered with uh, the CW. We have a CW affiliate right here, NextStar, uh, Channel Two and Thirteen or Thirty One or whatever they they call that thing. They partnered with the CW and another entertainment group, and have come up with a series, 100 Days to Indy. Now, this should be interesting to see, and this thing's going to start airing uh, next year, 2023. So I'll be fascinated to see how this thing's put together. If they have anywhere near the... Access is the word I'm looking for, and can get the candor that Netflix did with Drive to Survive. Now, it probably won't be as raw, at least I don't think so, because Netflix being a, you know, 
You pay your money, you take your chances. You've got uh, Gunther Steiner dropping F-bombs every two seconds. Well, pretty much everybody. <laughs> uh, so it'll be interesting to see how uh, Penske Entertainment and the IndyCar Series with Vice Media and CW put this thing all together. If you read the press release... There's a lot of selling going on in this press release. It's pretty interesting. But 100 days till Indy, they have not uh, given it a, a firm uh, release date. Just says, we'll air on the CW network in the spring of 2023. Now, I don't you know, spring in, in uh, the Bay Area is end of February, March. <laughs> spring here can be June or July. I'm sure they're not going to follow the Colorado weather pattern and forecast to determine when spring is. I always tease my wife and my friends that when winter comes to Colorado, I like right now, I'm saying, telling my friends, it's only 11 more months until spring. Because when it snows here in May or June, but we need the moisture. Uh, that's a line I like. We need the moisture. Or it's a dry heat. Okay. Uh, let's, I'll work, after 20 Two years, I guess. I guess I can work with that. So the greatest spectacle in racing. If you read the release, it like I say, it's a lot of selling and pitching, and you know it'll have viewers on the edge of their seats. You know, we'll sell you the seat, but you'll only need the edge. All that kind of stuff. So pretty good selling going on. We'll see how it uh, how it comes about. But if it's if it's half as good as a Netflix series, wow. It'll be must-see TV or appointment-setting TV or whatever you want to call it. But pretty good stuff. Um, if we uh, – I'm going to kind of meander around here. A lot of big announcements at PRI. I'm not sure if anybody cares about that. Uh, I did mention that it's uh, – <laughs> man, I can't believe it. 41 days, 8 hours, and 21 minutes to the war before the 24. I'm excited for next year. All the race series this past year. Uh-oh. That's, uh, so, you know, probably needs to talk to me about my car warranty. Or uh, I should answer it on the air and see what they have to say. My car warranty, get my, uh, get my hair, get my hair plugs, uh, you know, Whatever it may be. Anyway, uh, the phone ringing aside, it is Race Central on the radio. It is the premier home for all things motorsports. A visit us on the web at racecentralmedia.com. And our video cast is up there, all the TV shows, all the great uh, interviews on this program and right there at racecentralmedia.com for your viewing and listening pleasure. It's, uh, hey, it's, it's a holiday time of year. If you uh, need a new ATV or UTV or maybe you want a two- or four-wheel pride and joy, a new little you know bundle under the tree, uh, Coyote Motorsports, that's the place that we go. They service and take care of my motorcycles. Also, uh, Denver's only star-certified Yamaha dealer. What does that mean? That means they have to be the best of the best in customer satisfaction. Also, one of the top CF moto dealers in the country. they got the new motorcycles, and they now have... E-bikes. E-bikes and scooters, too. I have one in my garage. You should, too. It's Coyote Motorsports. Go tell O'Brien. You heard us talking about him on the radio. It's Coyote Motorsports. A short drive up by 25 word. CoyoteMotorsports.com. I'm the insider and racecentralmedia.com. 
decades. The blowtorch for motorsports on Race Central Radio. It fires me up, man. On ESPN Radio AM 1600 with award-winning host, Kurt Hansen. At 3.45 in the afternoon, welcome back to... A little little thing we do on the radio, it's Race Central to Drive from 3 to 5. I know we're streaming around the country and around the globe at the website that makes you a smarter and better motorsports fan. And now uh, our video podcast on racecentralmedia.com. I, uh, you may or may not remember, well, you probably remember, it was only a week ago. I went into my uh, my mini tirade, sort of, uh, about autonomous race cars and and. You know, kind of all that stuff, and somewhat of my personal feelings about Formula E. I mean, I get it. There's a lot of drivers over there that have been uh, like third drivers at Formula One teams or test drivers or coming from Formula Two, trying to get an opportunity to move to Formula One or maybe maybe IndyCars, whatever. I'm not a fan I'll just I'll leave it at that. It's just uh, it's like watching slot cars, and the the fact that there's no sound except the whine of the the drivetrain. It just doesn't doesn't really float my boat, uh, flick my bick, any of that stuff. And they've canceled races um, in Canada. That you know, it's just. Mm-hmm. But I get the manufacturers love it because they kind of especially. In uh, Europe and South America and stuff, they use that, you know, win on Sunday, sell on Monday philosophy because they sell hard the uh, electronic technology. And yeah, okay, great. Well, guess what? They're moving. <laughs> they had a Formula E scheduled race in Brooklyn, which the last two years I think has been canceled, if memory serves me correct. To Portland. Mark your calendars, June 24th. It's the first time in the nine-year history of the series they'll have raced on the West Coast. Yeah, that tells me a lot. Uh, Miami hosted one, 2015. Uh, They visited the United States. I, I am reading from their press release. I'm not a reader, but when this kind of stuff, you have to get it right. Uh They've raced in the United States every year except the COVID-19 pandemic year of 2020. In 2023, this will be round 12. Says a person, we are excited to bring the premier electric motorsport world champions to Portland for the first time in June next year. Wait till these dudes. It's hot. And you don't think about Portland as, as I've raced there in June. It can be really hot and muggy and because the racetrack basically sits on swampland and is surrounded by, uh, you know, marshland. That's where they built the racetrack. A lot of people don't know that. I do. Wow. Uh, They're tying it to Portland and Oregon having a strong ecological credential. Which makes Portland the perfect place to host the FIA Formula E World Championship. Hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. I wonder how many tickets they'll give away for that thing. 
I mean, that's a phenomenal racetrack. That's where the legendary Rose Cup is raced. Uh, legendary NASCAR driver, especially in the West Coast. Uh, Herschel McGriff cut his teeth. I mean, yeah, I get it. I guess. Portland will host only one Formula E race in 2023. Shocking. It's highlighted by the new Gen 3 car, which features a battery, battery capable of generating 350 kilowatts. Use a cigarette lighter. And regeneration capacity from both front and rear axles. Contributes to a top speed of 200 miles per hour. About a 25-mile-an-hour increase from last year. Okay. <laughs> oh, I get the the green uh, stance and and uh, yeah, but that Portland area is a little different. A lot of interesting things going on up there. A lot of Birkenstocks being sold. I'm not sure if. Uh, Oh, just I wonder how many radio stations will be doing promotions to give away tickets. Well, on that exciting note, um, <laughs> oh, Sid, the way you were looking at me, I'm like, well, on um, that breaking news, exciting. Uh, oh, let me give you the calendar so that you can you can go. Uh, hmm. Okay. Let's see, Monaco, Monaco, I'd go just to go to Monaco, or Rome, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Cape Town. You you see there's a theme here. There's only one race in America. Okay, that's, yeah, all right. Again, back to that exciting note. Uh, Oh, on another interesting note. Our good friends over at SpeedSport, they are, well, they're, they're launching their own television channel called Speed One. Now, they have SpeedSport.tv, uh, which is an online distribution portal that, it's got some really good stuff on it. And I had a really, really good time with Ralph and Joe uh, when I was with them out at uh, the Knoxville Nationals. So, and I kind of knew this stuff was in the works, but I certainly couldn't talk about it, obviously. But this is pretty exciting because, you know, MAV TV and Race Central TV, we were one of the first TV shows on MAV TV back in the early founders, founder days for, you know, years before Forrest Lucas bought the network. And that network was growing really, really fast and getting some incredible brand recognition. I can remember I'd be at races and I'd have my Mav TV, Race Central TV mic flag on my mic. That's what they call a little square doodad on your mic. And people go, oh, my God, Race Central and Mav TV are here. That network was exploding. And right about the time as Fox was kind of stepping aback from uh, Speed TV, uh, unfortunately, Wind Tunnel with Dave Despain, and that kind of stuff, Mav... There was this huge void, like a vacuum, and MAV had the opportunity to step right in and really snatch up motorsports programming, you know, by its neck. And at the same time, 
that that was going on, they were slowly rolling out LucasRacing.tv. And a little birdie once told me that the whole plan was to get a television footprint and then roll it to a digital platform to promote all the Lucas Oil products, much like the TV show. And sadly, somebody blinked. Man, TV still got a lot of great stuff on it, but it just, it didn't, it could have exploded. So I think the strategy here with uh, Speedsport 1 is to, I think, step in and take that void, which is great. I mean, we have, you can see us on every TV set in North America in every portable device and streaming at racecentralmedia.com. And, you know, it's, so, you know, we've built this very powerful, strong t- television uh, distribution network. And uh, we could have some uh, interesting stuff coming up in the future with Speed Sport, which would be really cool because uh, those guys are really cool guys. They do a really, really good job. And I, I, I can, with Joe Tripp's expertise and Ralph's talent and such, and some of the partners they're bringing on, ironically, the former president at, uh, at Mav TV, Dan Tyshide, could be very exciting. It is uh, the first hour powers in the book, second hour coming up. It is Race Central on the radio here on the Blowtorch for Motorsports. ESPN Radio AM 1600, always streaming around the country and around the globe at racecentralmedia.com. You can also see the TV show there and on your portable device on Roku and on your telly on Denver Comcast uh, right uh, there. You hear me say it's the holiday time of year. PDA Road Gear is the place for all the coolest gear for your your motorcycle, your truck, your RV, your car, whatever it may be. They do it all. They do so much, I can't even run it all off through my yippity-yappity mouth. You, you got to go to PDAroadgear.com to get all the information. Go see Guy and his team. Best prices, best quality, best service, lifetime warranty on all work, and for a limited time only. Get their super cool radar detection system. Never pay for radar. Uh, check that. A speeding ticket again. It is Race Central Radio. I'm Insider Kurt Hansen, and I'll get it right slowly. I'll catch up. More after this. Introducing the new Yamaha XTR line of ATV inside. 